Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. The Tim Hill Podcasts. Ordinary people's extraordinary stories. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. In this episode, it's going to be slightly different. I'm doing two people at once. I'm going to do John and Mark. So John and Mark are father and son, and they've got quite a story to tell. So without further ado, John, Mark, if you can tell me when and where you was born, and if you can tell us what it was like where you grew up, the schools you went to, and the education you received. So welcome on board. Well, thank you, Tim. We're excited to be here. Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate it. Um, so You're most we welcome. Uh, so maybe I'll start because I'm the old one, right? Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> so I was born in the month of June in 1958. We've got a birthday coming up soon then. Yeah, well, if I should be making it to my 64th birthday. That'll be a good thing. Yeah. It's, it's always better to have birthdays than the alternative. When you run Absolutely. out of birthdays, you're in trouble. Um, <laughs> I was born to, uh, I was the first born to parents in uh, Queens, part of New York City. So a year after I was born, they moved out to Long Island, to a suburb of New York City. Um, that was exploding at the time um, mm. you know, because, you know, post-World War II, folks all coming out. My, my dad was a veteran, all coming out and staking a claim in suburbia. Um, I grew up in a family with uh, three other siblings, two brothers and a sister. Um, we lived in... Uh, town of Huntington. I went to local public schools through eighth grade. Um, and then for high school, I went off to a Catholic high school, an all-male Catholic high school called St. Anthony's. Things changed when I went out there, you know. I look back and think, what was I doing going to an all-male high school? Um, but <laughs> um, With no girls. No girls, yeah. uh, which made me, you know, socially backwards for a long time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, good things are uh, I am still close and still some of my dearest friends or people went to high school with. Um, mm. In part, I, I joke that it's because we can't make new friends, so we're kind of stuck with each other. Um, <laughs> and... And I, and I was also fortunate enough to receive a, uh, a wonderful education, one that that really taught me about possibilities, and, uh, and it was quite encouraging. Um, but, you know, I was a high school kid getting exposed to lots of things. So listening to Bob Dylan, actually it was Bob Dylan's 81st birthday today as we record this. Listening to Bob Dylan and reading Jack Kerouac and poetry and uh, getting off and doing wild things. Uh, um, you know, one of the things I did, I don't know if this is common in England, uh, 
Tim, but in the States, you'll hear about this. I organized junior cut data, a data, um, got all the juniors in our high school to, to skip school, or at least a good portion of them. <laughs> we were all out having fun. And, um, you know, I did a lot of organizing then, not necessarily for good things. Um, and the school rewarded me by throwing me out of the school. So, uh, yeah. but they were, they took, me back, they took me back in and then uh, I got elected school president because I was the guy that ran junior cut day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I went off to uh, college uh, to a place called Holy Cross in uh, Massachusetts. Fine school. I got a wonderful education. Um, met some more of my lifetime friends and and met a woman who happens to be oh. my wife. Um, um, but, you know, lots of adventures there. When I was young and around those times, I did a lot of hitchhiking. I hitchhiked cross country three times. Um, I spent my junior year, my third year of college in Dublin at Trinity College. Um, and that was a wonderful experience. Really taught me about how to be a student, and I and and drink beer, no doubt. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, one or two Guinnesses down the road, I guess. I, I didn't have to go to Dublin to learn how to drink beer, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did a lot of traveling then. You know, knapsack on the back, hitchhiking around Europe, around England, and lots of hiking around Ireland. Um, that was all quite wonderful. When I left college, I had no idea what I was going to do. I wound up teaching school for two years. I uh, went out to Oregon and helped a friend set up a not-for-profit grocery store. I enrolled in a program, uh, uh, graduate school to study literature. Um, I was, I wrote a movie review column for a newspaper in New York, um, wound up working for a congressman here, did a lot of different things. I left in the mid-80s to go get a master's of public policy at the Kennedy School of Government up at Harvard. That was quite a wonderful experience. Mm. Um, so let's just wind you back a little bit. Um, so when when did you get married? And, we got and, married a year out of college. Um, we were living. Did, did, we were living together. I remember my dad. My dad and I always had a hard relationship. He told me I was too young to get married, and I agreed. I said, "But what am I going to do, Dad? I love the girl. Am I going to, you know, say, well, go, go away and come back when I'm 30. That'll be a good time to get married. Um, you know, couldn't quite do that. We've been together ever since. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I had uh, a rebel streak in me. I left home when I was 19 to go set out for the world. And, you know, I still managed to pay for school and figure that stuff out. Um, mm. You know, I love my parents. It was a good family, but uh, I was an exuberant young man. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So junior college, you went across to Dublin and did that piece across there. Right. Is this before or after you got married? Uh, before. I got married. In, so I graduated from college in 1980, and we got married a year later in 1981. Um, and then through much of my 20s was, you know, in different schools, different jobs, trying to figure things out. I, In retrospect, I think that's the way you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to, hmm. you got to spend time experimenting and trying different things. You know, I did, I taught school. I did work construction. I sold t-shirts on the streets of New York. I drove a cab. I tended bar. Um, I wrote short stories. I did um, a lot of things on my way to figuring out a way forward. Mm. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, working for the congressman then. What sort of, what did that involve? I showed up at his door and said, I want to work for you. I want to get some experience. And they said, well, come back next year. You can volunteer for the campaign. I said, I, I don't want to do that. I want to get some experience now. And they said, okay, maybe we could arrange uh, an internship with your school. I said, I'm not in school. Actually, I was in school, but not for that. And I just want to get some experience. So they let me volunteer. And then that turned into a full-time job. And it was mainly working on constituent issues. You know, people would show mm -hmm. up and they had a problem. They wanted some help. Um, it was a good experience. Hmm. So that inspired you to go off to um, the political college then? Well, yeah, you know, other places would call it a Masters of Public Administration, but Harvard's very fancy, so they, they call it a public policy degree. And that was mm -hmm. really a great experience of uh, working with fabulous people and also gave a lot of confidence to go and be able to do other things. Um, I left there, and for much of my much of, I guess, the next 15, 20 years, I worked in the healthcare field. Uh, so I worked in and then wound up running the Medicaid health program in New York City. That's the government program, uh, health insurance program. And then when I left there, I was running healthcare management companies and some consulting firms. But along the way, I wrote a novel and I started a software company. Um, I like doing different things and I'm very entrepreneurial. Um, mm. And that's when we started having kids. We, we were married almost 10 years before we had kids. Mm. So, uh, Obviously, weren't trying hard enough to start with then. No, no. We, <laughs> we were, you know. It, Even though we were just careful. We, we were careful to a point where my wife was, you know, she... My wife controls the universe. Um, she didn't want to have kids yet. And then she decided she wanted to have kids three years. Or she wanted to have three boy, three children, three years apart in the first part of the year. Born in the first part of the year. So mm -hmm. our first son was born in January of 1990. Second one in March of 93. And the third one 90 in, in uh, February of 96. The only thing she couldn't control was she didn't get 
the little girl she wanted. But mm. sometimes we would dress John up as a girl and make her happy. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to mean it. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with a bit of cross dressing, John. I do it occasionally. Put a skirt on. Um, it's fun to go out dressed up as a woman in a party. <laughs> I love that. You love that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, so we did, a, a, I guess, a lot of... You know, that... I was always interested in learning new things and trying new ways. You know, much of that time in the healthcare field was spent trying to figure out how to better deliver healthcare to the poor, how to better organize healthcare. Um, mm. But then, you know, I'd get ideas of set up this software company. We made baseball informational software. We had fun doing that. Along the way, I organized some political campaigns. Um, but one thing I never did, I had nothing to do with socks, nothing to do with retail. I wanted to save that for later in my life. <laughs> so let's have a chat with John then. Yeah, um, I'm born on uh, February 11, 1996. I'm born, I'm born at uh, in New York, uh, right in Sleepy Hollow. Uh, it, and now it's called Terrytown. So it used to be called North Terrytown. North, I, I, but they changed the name, the name to Sleepy Hollow after the stories <laughs> of Washington Irving. And right. it also meant they could raise the price of the houses. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then I, uh, I did, I did uh, in seven, and I, uh, I, I, I lived. How old were you? One. I, I, I'm one years old uh, right here. Um, I had in New York, I'm super in New York City, and I, I was here and I, I read my life. And I go to my uh, school, our school, and in the kitchen. Well, you went to preschool. Where'd you go to preschool? I went to uh, I went to AACDS. A, a, a I, I went to preschool and I went to Flower Hill. And then you went to the Huntington Public Schools. Yeah, Huntington Public Schools. And you would go, Flower Hill was your first I, I, one. I first went to Flower Hill, second one, I went to Huntington Intermediate. Huntington Intermediate. And then I went to uh, 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 Finley Junior, Junior, Junior High. High. And I went to Huntington High School. And I split my time in Huntington High School and we're in Tech program. Uh, it's called Wagon Booksies. Wilson Tech, you went to a local tech school. And I love the tech right. school. You spent time there. But I can tell you, Tim, maybe, you know, John's starting off. When John, John has Down syndrome, uh, we did not know he was going to have Down syndrome when he was born. Right. So we found that out on the first day. And you get Down syndrome by having an extra 21st chromosome. So we all have mm. 23 pairs of chromosomes. People with Down syndrome got a little bit of extra. They got an extra 21st chromosome. Right. And many people with Down syndrome, it's pretty common, will be born with significant health defects. Mm. John here 
on his third day of life, needed intestinal bypass surgery. Uh, we did not know if he could survive the operation. We brought a Catholic priest into the hospital to baptize him. And before John was three months old, he, had, he needed open heart surgery because he had two holes in his heart and went into full congestive heart failure. We didn't know if he could survive that operation, but he did. And then as he grew, John couldn't talk. So what did you learn? I, I learned on sound English, and I learned how to, uh, uh, I learned to, uh, 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 uh computer. Uh, uh, you had a, had a Sipsa voice device. Yeah. Um, mm. But now John's a public speaker. Now he talks so much, sometimes we can't get him to stop talking. I know, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed that, actually. So, John. Yeah. yeah. What What was your favorite subject in, in your, your junior high school? Um, I, I, I study a lot of skills. What was your favorite subject? My, my favorite subject is math. You like math. I like math and I learning from there. Yeah. You like going to school, didn't you? I do. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. going to school. Did you? Do you have a lot of mates at school? A lot of friends at school. Yeah, I do. I have lots of friends and lots of classmates, lots of teachers, and um, you still have some of the same friends. I do. Right, and you like your teachers a lot. Yeah, you're always giving shout outs to your teachers. Yes, I do. And then, and then uh, also my good friend, uh, also my girlfriend. Oh, and you met your girlfriend then? Oh. oh. I have girlfriend. All coming out now. Oh. Yeah. Did Did you know about this, Mark? Um, oh, we knew, we knew about it. And he and Stephanie have been off and on for many years now. It's like watching a soap opera. <laughs> you know, and, Bit like watching the Kardashians, is it? <laughs> and if I and if you mention Stephanie's name around John's mom, her head spins. <laughs> <laughs> and if John and if Stephanie told John that your head will spin, he said, "Okay, I'll spin my head." <laughs> So, John. Yes. What got you into odd socks? Um, white socks. White socks. It's fun. It's colorful. It's creative. I will always let me be me. I want creative my whole life, and I turn around. Um. Um. Turn around. I'm looking for a Christmas sock. He always wore these crazy socks. We drive around looking for them. Right. But the, so you liked them like your whole life. But the business part came out because when John was in his last year of school, like everybody else, he's trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah, I, I like trying to do it then. And you didn't see anything you liked. But he's a natural entrepreneur, Tim. If he didn't see a job he wanted, what do you say? I I I want I want to create one. I want to make one. 
said, okay, I'll make a drum. I did. And what did you tell me? Um, I, I tell my dad that I, I want to go business with him. I want to have a nice father and son business together. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty cool. Now, I don't know about you, Tim. I don't know how many kids you might have. I have three sons, and this is one I could work with. So, <laughs> and it was John who suggested that we sell socks. Right. Mm. So, what's the business called then? Is it called uh, Cronin and Father? Or is it oh, Cronin it and nice. Sons? It would be nice. I suggested something like that. Cronin yeah. and Sons. Yeah, or Mark Serious Socks. But what's the business called? It's called John's Crazy Socks. John's Crazy Socks. John's Crazy Socks. Of course, Sox. he named it after himself. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I think that. Yeah. And, and John's Crazy Socks, he called John Crazy. I'm crazy. Because oh, you're crazy <laughs> for socks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, as I understand, you don't make a pair of socks. You can't buy a proper pair of socks off of you guys. Well, you can. Actually, when we started, it was just John and me. Yes. And we had 37 different sock styles. How many different socks do we have today? Uh, today, we have 4,000 different kinds of socks and, and in choices. 4,000 different sock choices. Something yes. for everybody. And you know what that means, Tim? John here. Owns the world's largest sock store. Yes, absolutely. Very cool. Mm, wicked. So these socks, then they're crazy socks. So do they come in pairs? They come in pairs. And, and are they the same same sock, same pair? No, it's four thousand different ones. But you can also get the sock of the month. Yep, you get a month. surprise pair of socks each month in the mail delivered to you. We have thousands of people like that. You know, that's fun. Yep. And we have a Monday mystery bag. We have the Monday mystery bag, a surprise bag of socks. Yes, yeah, surprise. And so if you like surprises, we got things for you. And we have an ankle socks, I have a knee high sock, crew socks, no show socks, and we have. Um, we have shorty socks. Over the knees. Over the knees. Compression socks. Compression. We got everything. Everybody. Wow. I love socks. <laughs> so, why do you love socks? I love socks. It's fun, it's colorful, and crazy socks. I, I love them. And of course, socks, socks, and more socks. <laughs> <laughs> you're always saying they always let me be me. That's right. Because yeah. they get to express your personality and your feelings. Yeah, I, I, I'm so inspired. You know, mm. most of the time we're all wearing some form of uniform. It might be a suit and tie. It might be khakis and a polo shirt. But you can wear socks that can express your personality or your feeling. We watched... Uh, video today, a TikTok video of a customer who, who made a video of opening yeah. her package and she, she had ordered these giraffe socks. She said, I got giraffe socks because I identify as a giraffe. 
so she can express <laughs> who she is with her sons. Brilliant. So, John, can you yeah. take me through the process that you go through um, when you're designing a new sock? Um, so when you design a sock, where do you start with? I start with Down, down Syndrome. Well, that was the first one you designed with the Down Syndrome Awareness Sock. But today, if you if I said, John, I need you to design a sock, what would you do? All right. I, 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 I had to throw it. I, 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 I used a Microsoft Surface. I'm I, I, I drawing. John, you would draw. You would I, get I draw the idea it. out of your head. Yeah, come in my head. I smoke out of my ears. We know that John is thinking hard when the smoke is coming yes. out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then the process is John. Um, if, if it's one he's going to design, he will start with a drawing. And then we give that to one of our designers who finishes it and puts it in a format to turn into a sock. Yeah. It's very mm. technical. Yeah. We yeah. then will contract with a sock factory to produce the sock. Yeah. Um, that's how we get the sock. Absolutely. Hmm. So you said your first sock was a Down syndrome. Yeah. Well, the first one that we designed and made. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I so when we started, um, we were selling other people's socks. And then in January of 2017, you know, we're just getting started. We're trying to come up with ideas. And that's when we found out that people celebrate World Down Syndrome Day, which was March 21st, by wearing crazy socks. Yes. So we went out looking for a Down Syndrome-themed sock. Nobody made one. Right. And then what you said. I said, I want to make one. I want to create one. I want to design. So he sat down and he designed the sock. He said, Dad, we should make this. And we I got somebody to make it. Yeah, for us, I right? it's a down syndrome I'm going to show you on this, on this podcast. And yeah, but if it's only a podcast, how are people going to see it? <laughs> I, I know. Our thoughts are a down syndrome awareness sock. That says, that, that says three, hard 21. Uh, since my design, I, I, I throw it. And, ah. those and those raise money for the National Down Syndrome Society. Yes. So they celebrate people with Down syndrome, they raise awareness, and they raise money for the National Down Syndrome Society. So what's the significance of the three, heart, and 21 then? Well, it's, it's a double significance. One is that that's how you get Down syndrome, from having three 21st chromosomes. Yeah, at the day, it's a March. On 321, it's a March. 21st, the day is uh, the World Down Syndrome Day, so, and you get a, a 321, you get agriculture. You know how they write dates in England? Yeah. Uh, in England, you would write 21, 3, three. 22. Oh, I didn't know about that. So we'll have yeah. to make more, we'll have to flip it for the socks we sent to England. Can wow. we do that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 21 heart free. There you go. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and and then they'll sell in England. I love we know, 
You love England. Are you an exile? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you been here? I, I never do. I never visited England. I, I will go to Paris. We haven't been to England. Well, I've been to England. You haven't been to England yet. Um, For sure. But that's when you go to France. You're going to say bonjour. Okay. Oh, uh, bonjour. Now, well, you've got yeah. to say it right. Else, else they won't understand what you're on about. And they'll, they'll come back to you and speak English. So you say, bonjour, monsieur, ça va? And he should come back and say, I am very well, but please don't speak French. <laughs> ah. we, we, uh, we do a lot of speaking engagements, so we've been able to travel across Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. During the pandemic, everything moved online. Yeah. So we have spoken many times in England. Um, and in But France, only online. But it's all online. And we just finished something with the... Uh, Paris City University, there was a class there studying our business. And there were students making presentations. And I was like, you know, we, we'd love to come to Paris. All you have to do is fly us there. Um, they said they'll get back to us. I'm here to go to London. We're good to go to London. Yeah. London. You enjoy London. Yeah, I've never heard our... Uh, 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 a woman divine, um, a will of a legend. <laughs> An old song by a guy named Warren Zevon called Werewolves of London. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, an American werewolf in London. We had one of those once, right, apparently. Movie, right? <laughs> yes. So, your sock business now. Do you, do you make your socks in-house or do you still... No, we still contract for them. We now have a strategic partner, a third-generation family business that has been manufacturing socks for 60 years. But they all do it through a network of factories literally uh, mm. around the world. Um, so we still buy from other suppliers as well as the ones that we make ourselves. And, and we're getting to make more and more of ours. So we've grown a lot, right? We've now shipped over 380,000 packages to right. 88 different countries. Um, wow. We've been able to create 34 jobs. 22 of those are held by people with differing abilities, with autism or Down syndrome or, or, or some other issue. Um, hmm. We've been able to raise over $500,000 for our charity partners. Um, and as John would tell you, we're only, we're just getting started. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you're still young. You're still a couple of young fellas, aren't you? Talking to me, I'm still young. Yeah, you are young. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you, are you old? I'm old, huh? He's <laughs> oh, just, a, just a boy. <laughs> See, I, I, I've... I know it doesn't look like it, but I have this incurable um, condition. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I've got no intentions of how to cure it, but it's called the Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> you may have heard of it. Yes, be young forever. Absolutely. Yeah, got no intention of growing up. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have good friends of mine who are now retiring and 
and some of them are counting the days. I'm like, well, that's good for you, but I'm just getting started. You know, yeah. there's so much we want to do, right? Yeah. And we got well, you don't want to hand it all over to your partner just yet, do you? No, no. It, <laughs> it works. You keep me in line, right? Yeah, I keep me down in line. <laughs> yeah. So you're the boss then? Uh, yes, I am. I, I am the, the boss. <laughs> we all live in fear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> is he a good leader, Mark? John is a wonderful leader. He's inspiring. Um, yes. So what's our mission? Our mission is spreading happiness. Spreading happiness. Spreading happiness. Oh, John, John exemplifies that. And frequently, when we're trying to figure something out, it's what would John do? Um, and that's able to guide us into, you know, how... How we lead the business, hmm. right? Everything from how we work with our customers, and you know, always looking to make personal connections, always looking to wow people. Absolutely. Um, to the products we sell, everything has to be approved by John. Hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My dad said, "I, I, I gunning about about my dad. My dad can always give me strings." Uh, he knew. He he knew. Uh, he believed in me. He knew. Uh, I I learned all the time. I I, I he. I learned from him because uh, because I do. I'm learning all the time. And my dad. My dad is so inspiring me. I I mm -hmm. I did. I did. I, I did it with with my dad. I never without him. Mm. That's great. So. Your staff, so you, you, you're employing quite a few people there. So what, what, what jobs do they do? Well, let's split things into two categories. Um, we do our own fulfillment, so orders come in, and you know, from our website, we got to pick them, pack them, and send them out. So we run our own pick-and-pack warehouse. So we have our... Lord of the Socks, who runs our warehouse and our right. fulfillment operation. We have pickers. What do we call our pickers? Sock wranglers. Sock wranglers. Sock wranglers. Oh, I love that. And we have our happiness packers. So uh, those are all the folks that work in our warehouse and make sure our customers get their packages quickly. Then we have a range of folks that will work in the office on web manager and a web page designer yep. and a social media person and a product development person, um, our happiness creators who work with our customers. My, John's mom, my wife works here. What's her title? Uh, she is a mama bear. A mama bear. Uh, oh. customers. Um, we're only able to do what we do because we have a really wonderful team. We get to work with really great people who care about what they're doing. They they believe in the mission we have, and they make everything possible. Right. I I I I I and so that so that I can do. We want to show what's possible. Right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you've got the right uh, 
You've got the right format now to make it all work. So far, so, you know, it's been good. It's a slightly different type of business model. We, we're a social enterprise. So we have both a social and a business drive, and they feed off of each other. They're indivisible. Mm-hmm. Um, if all we were doing was selling socks, you know, well, what do you do? Our socks are better than yours. Ours are mm-hmm. cheaper than yours. But because we have this mission to spread happiness, because we're keeping him up, we're yeah, we're we're showing <laughs> we're showing what people with different abilities can do, and we're giving back, and we're wowing our customers. The mm-hmm. socks become the physical manifestation for our story and our mission, and that's what makes us different. Yeah. Hmm. Seems to be working then. It is. We get to have fun, don't we? Absolutely, Dad. So you got you got a four thousand sock line. So somebody goes. Somebody wants a pair of socks. They've got a choice of four thousand socks. Yeah. That's how would it. they go? How would they go about? choosing a pair of we, socks that's right for us. We try to make it easy by organizing things in collections, making it easy to find stuff so that you don't get lost. People can find things quickly of what they want, but we have other people who tell us, oh, I just love going to the site. I'll spend an hour just looking at different items. And, uh, you know, you want to make it fun and enjoyable. After all, we're on a mission to spread happiness. Hmm. But that's an interesting challenge. You want to give people maximum choice without overwhelming them. Yeah. So the socks are in all sort of different categories then? Yeah, by, you know, men, women, children, different silhouettes, different styles, low-cut, low no-show, cruise socks, knee-high socks, over-the-knee socks, all, all sorts of different styles um, in a diff- in addition to different colors and themes. Mm. So John, what's your process of what what do you go through to, to come up with the idea for a new design of a sock? Um a, a new idea? Well you usually start with some you know, inspiration, some idea. We'll, we tell you we wanted those firework socks or you wanted the, the firefighter tribute socks. You start there. Then how do you take that idea and turn it into a, a design? Um, I have an idea like, I just like, I have an idea like, um, I, I inspired you at firefighters. Um, You've never been able to explain your process. I'm sorry. It just happens. I guess yeah. is, it's just so natural for you. You can't tell the rest of us what happens. It just so it, comes out. Is it like magic? Comes out right down your arm for you to be drawing. Ah. <laughs> so I get, I get what you're going on about here. You're just keeping it a trade secret. <laughs> you don't you don't want a competition and know how you do it. Oh. <laughs> well <laughs> that's what it's all about. We 
we get asked a lot, you know, oh, we'd like to start a business like you. Yeah. What could we do to get started? And I suggest the first thing I would do is kidnap John. Really? <laughs> I kidnap you. It's a compliment that you're the one that makes it go. <laughs> so where do we find John to kidnap him? <laughs> Well, we got to keep him under wraps, but I got to keep him in bubble wrap. Yeah, I got wrap. You're the golden yeah. goose. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. But where can people find us? Uh, uh, you can find us at John's Crazy Socks dot com. Plus, That's it. we're on every every social media platform, but mainly on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. TikTok. You love doing those dances on TikTok. I, I yeah. do. <laughs> You're like so a that's what he does. Yeah, I'm a superstar. You're a superstar. Let's not Absolutely. let it go. Absolutely. Okay, Dad. Plus, John, you know, here are some things we do. We spread happiness. That's our mission. So during the pandemic, how can you do that? Well, what do you do every Tuesday afternoon? Every Tuesday, I host and dance party every Tuesday, 3 p.m. at 3 p.m. Eastern time. John hosts an online dance party. We'll, oh. get, we'll get up to 100 people dancing on Zoom with John. It's great fun. Wicked. And we And we started, uh, during the pandemic, we started doing a Facebook Live show. And what's that called? Uh, the Spreading Happiness Show. And that has now uh, spawned a, our own podcast. It's it's not as good as yours, Tim. You, you do a great job. We do a half hour, just the two of us talking, uh, sharing what's up to date, you know, what's up for, with John. We're just trying to make people smile. Yeah. We're trying to make folks feel good, so... We share some good news stories. And I tell jokes. We tell some jokes. And I tell I'm much up. John gives an update on his love life. Yeah, my love life. Ah. People want to know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're very smooth. Huh? And you smooth too. Oh, yes. <laughs> smooth talking guy, eh? <laughs> Go away with all the ladies, is it? <laughs> well, you know, Tim, some guys, they start us, they learn how to <laughs> play the guitar to meet women. John started a sock business. And so you. I got all the women I can handle. You like mom? No, mom, right. You know, I'm looking to handle her. How would I do with another woman? <laughs> Excellent. So, John, where do you see yourself going with the business in, say, three years' time? What's, what's your, your forecast for the next three years? Well, we're going to – we're trying to reach more people, spread more happiness, create more jobs, show more what people with different abilities can do. Yeah. And so we're, we're growing our direct-to-consumer business. Yep. We're now growing our B2B business and selling to other businesses, custom socks, gift packages. Yep. We're entering the wholesale channel, so you'll be able to buy our socks in stores. 
right? Uh, by the by, the end of 2022, we'll do that. And we have our JCS Champions Program. We're going to put people with differing abilities into their own business by giving them a business in a box. Um, and over five years, we're going to create 1,000 businesses. Um, we're really excited about that. Wow. Now that that's ambition. I like that bit about it. A bit of ambition. We, uh, well, listen, the two of us are just a couple of knuckleheads selling pot. <laughs> right? Yet, all we want to do is and change the world. Change the world. Change the world. Why not? Well, it looks like you're doing it one sock at a time. That's about it. Selling socks with happiness. I like that. That's it. You know, think about it. You buy socks from us. You're going to get great socks. You get anything you want, you're going to get great socks. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. You're going to get great service. But beyond that, you help us employ people with differing abilities. You help mm. us give back. And you help spread happiness. It's better than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That absolutely is spot on. Well, I've, I've, this has been fascinating. I know where I'm going for some socks. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I shall put an order in today. And uh, we got to get over to merry old London. We could pop in and say hello to Tim. Absolutely. I bet we could have a fine time in the local pub. Oh, you should have said, you should have said I would have invited you into the pub. Hang on, let me, let me get the pub up. Let me, let me find the pub. Where's my pub gone? Oh, there's my pub. There you go, I'm in the pub. There you go. We're in the pub. Line up there, get yourself a pint of Smithics. Maybe a pint of Guinness. (laughs) Guinness good for you. Put hair on your chest. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah. So come over to England and drink some warm beer. There we go. <laughs> have a beer there? Yeah, you can have a beer there, sure. That's all we need is you start drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, John, I think you are doing a terrific job just keeping your dad in check. <laughs> we, we showing him the way to go. We tell the story, Tim, of uh, a few years back. We were participating in a business accelerator program, and there were some classroom sessions in it. And whenever there was a class taking place, John would get there early, set up seats, Dad. set everything up, and he'd start texting me, "Dad, you're going to be late." Dad, you're going to be late. Dad, you're late. And when I would ever win, I'd sit next to him. And then I would lean over and say something or write something down. He goes, pay attention. (laughs) That's when we realized that if we were both in high school together, we were not going to be friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know, over here in the States, uh, they call the person who runs the school the principal. And at every school John went to, he was friends with the principal. 
and he would love to go see the principal. <laughs> when I was there, they had a chair outside the principal's office, and I would be getting sent down to the principal, <laughs> and he'd be coming out saying, are you here again, Mr. Cronin? <laughs> that sounds right. Oh, <laughs> That's why we make a good pair. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just telling some fun stories. Oh, right? I survived all that, and they survived me. Yeah, I survived. Yeah. And, and look where you are today. Look where we are. Knucklehead selling socks. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of knuckleheads from Long Island. Huh? Terrific. Well, guys. I've really enjoyed this. And I know where I'm going to go and get my socks from. That's <laughs> wonderful, Tim. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Tim. You're welcome. The Tim Hill Podcasts. Ordinary people's extraordinary stories. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.